Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Broward County Commission from beautiful Brown, downtown Fort Lauderdale at our wonderful former home of Burdines. Uh, we've had a wonderful break, and I'm excited to get this meeting started. We have some wonderful people that Commissioner Ritter is going to honor today. So the first thing I would like to do is ask the members of City of Hope, Kings Point Chapter, to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. <laughs> and we sing it, too. Yeah. No, no, you're not allowed to sing. It, it's... <laughs> It's customary before each county commission meeting for us to observe a moment of silence to honor people from our community who have recently passed away. Colleagues, do you have anyone you'd like to remember during the moment of silence? Commissioner Lamarca. Thankfully, it's not somebody who's passed, but somebody who needs our thoughts, support, and prayers. A good friend of the community and uh, one of the greatest generation, uh, Parachute David Epstein, who's helped with our museum over the years, has had some uh, serious health issues, and he's back in the hospital, so just keep him in your thoughts and prayers, please. And as always, we'd like to keep our armed forces and our thoughts and prayers. With that, let's have a quick moment of silence. All right. Pinch hitting today for Commissioner Wexler on the song selection was uh, our former mayor, Tim Ryan, who chose this morning. We heard this. We heard Love and Happiness by Al Green and All You Need Is Love by the Beatles. And I actually have my Beatles mug here because Commissioner Ryan inspired me on that. So thank you. Great song choices. And as you know, as the mayor, I designated this year as the year of good news. And at each commission meeting, we will bring good news to the public by highlighting the successes of our county, the economic engines of small businesses, residents who are good Samaritans, and other positive happenings. This year, we're very excited because my dear friend, Commissioner Stacy Ritter, is, has, is bringing good news to this county commission, and she today is going to be honoring, along with this county commission, the City of Hope, Kings Point chapter. So thank you, Commissioner Ritter, for bringing them, and take it away. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Um, let me have uh, standing next to me to, uh, this morning right now uh, the co-presidents of the Kings Point chapter of the City of Hope, Elaine Marks and Lucille Edelson. You guys can stand over here. And the regional, and we have regional people from the City of Hope here as well. Uh, Sherry Meehan, the regional director of City of Hope, and Rebecca Solomon, the assistant development director. You guys come up too. And then we'll take a, okay, a little bit more elbow room, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I had to spread Sorry. out. I had to spread no out. No problem, honey. Um, I'm going to read the proclamation, and then I'm going to let my colleagues and the folks in the audience and watching on television know who is here this morning. See? These are my King's Point ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas... The mayor has designated this year as the year of good news, and at each commission meeting, the commission will bring good news to the public 
by highlighting the, the successes of our county, the economic engines of small businesses, residents who are good Samaritans, and other positive happenings. And whereas City of Hope is a leading research and treatment center for cancer, diabetes, HIV, AIDS, and other life-threatening diseases, and whereas over the decades research conducted at City of Hope has led to significant advances in modern medicine, including the development of the first synthetic human insulin, human growth hormone, and a number of widely used cancer-fighting drugs, and whereas City of Hope is dedicated to treating both the physical and emotional needs of an individual, leading to a fuller and more rewarding recovery, and whereas since its, it sits its inception in 1990, the Kings Point chapter has raised nearly $2 million to support the life-saving work of the City of Hope, and whereas the Kings Point chapter currently has 400 hardworking members and over the years has had more than 1,000 volunteers, and whereas the support, dedication, and awareness raised by City of Hope auxiliary chapters has saved lives, led to the medical breakthroughs of today, and will contribute, contribute to future discoveries, now therefore be it proclaimed by the Broward County Board of County Commissioners of Broward County, Florida, that the board hereby recognizes as part of the Year of Good News, City of Hope, Kings Point Chapter, in appreciation of hard work and commitment to Broward County, Florida. And I just want you all to know that aside from the presidents, the co-presidents we have here today and the regional people, we have a total of uh, 24 Kings Point, member, Kings Point chapter, City of Hope chapter members, including the two regional people, and I'd like them all to stand up for a second. And I want you all to know that included in that is Norma Goldstein, who is my community li liaison person. She is a Broward County employee, and she's here today as well. So all you guys... Thank you very much for being here today, and thank you to the City of Hope for all that you good, good work that you do. And of the 400 chapter members they have, I think I get 398 of them to vote for me. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> so the other two were kicking out. <laughs> so let's take a picture. Okay, let's first, first we'll take a picture, and then everyone else can stand up. Okay, we'll do it that way. Sure. Got to okay, move this way because the podium's in the way. <laughs> yeah, you don't mess with them. You do whatever they tell you to do. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank you, Stacy. The City of Hope chapter from the Kings Point would like very much to thank Mayor Keir, Stacy, and my friend Norma Goldstein, who was the chairman to arrange all of this event. We want to thank you so much for the recognition that you are giving us today as part of Broward's Best. I'd like to thank my chairman and my vice presidents who are here with us today. I would like to thank Terry, Terry Andretta, Selma Armour and her fundraising committee, Joe and, and Harriet. I'd like to thank Miriam Smith, who's with us today, who is our vice president of membership. And I would like to thank my husband, who is always supporting me as the president, and my co-president, Lucille Edelson, who is my right-hand man, or woman, I should say. <laughs> I'd like to tell you a little bit about City of Hope, because I'm sure a lot of you are not familiar with it, because the hospital itself is in Duarte, California, <coughs> which is about an hour out of, say, of uh, Los Angeles. However, because of the internet, 
we are in technology and all of our all of us uh, programs are eligible for the hospitals in Florida and in Broward County. So we do benefit our Broward County citizens. The City of Hope is over 100 years old, started in five tents on the desert in Duarte, and is now covering more than 27 acres of hospital and research centers where we have developed formulas and programs for all devastating diseases. Our aim is to eliminate all catastrophic diseases. We have already developed drugs for breast cancer that are used all over the world today, like Herceptin and Tamoxifen. We're also the leaders in leukemia care with our Rituxan, and in 1976, City of Hope were the first ones to do bone marrow transplants. We're very proud of that. We've already done over 11,000, and most of them very successful. We're the leaders in childhood diabetes. Our latest, our latest program is aimed towards pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer is a killer. But with this new, this new formula, which has already been approved by the FDA in our labs, which originally was for thyroid cancer, is now going to be the drug of tomorrow to help save people who have been given the, the fact that they have pancreatic cancer. Now, the thing that we do at King's Point in Tamarack is we raise money. We are basically fundraisers for this wonderful, wonderful hospital and research center. And some of the ways that we do it, uh, we had a pink and white ball, which many of you attended. We do a wonderful Day of Elegance fashion show and luncheon. We do luncheons, we do book reviews, we do card parties, and I'm from Boston, so you know when I say card. Okay. <laughs> we go to museums. We do a lot of social, but we do a lot of elegant things too, just to raise money. And without the hard work and the dedication of all of our members, we would never be able to do this. And we have raised over $2 million, Stacy. We are now 25 years old. We are going to grow into elegance, and we continue to work for City of Hope. And again, I must thank all of you for recognizing the wonderful work that City of Hope does, and bid you a wonderful and a happy and a healthy new year, and hope that we can continue to do our work as you do your wonderful work. Thank you very much. Thank you. And they have t-shirts, too. Very nice. I love it. We can have let's let's have a picture. Okay. Come on up. Where do you want us to go over there? Yeah, come on up. Come on in. Hey, that was so I'm good. that was so wonderful. I was so excited that Stacy was Oh my gosh, would you all have done my Oh my gosh, we're we're blessed with the great one.
I would be remiss. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. <laughs> I forgot one very important thing besides thanking everyone. One of the things that we do, obviously, by raising funds is we have, excuse me, ladies, I'm talking to the Mayor. <laughs> one of the things that we do is we have a wonderful website. The work that City of Hope does is not only within the United States, but we are worldwide. We are one of the top 20 cancer comprehensive hospitals in the world. And the way we raise money, we also ask for donations. We have a website, and, the, and I'd like to give the website and the phone number of our office and thank my, my man and my manager, Sherry. And I want to welcome Sherry and Rebecca. The website, the website is hhhp colon dash dash our O U R Hope H O P E at Kings at, at City of Hope dot org Kings Point Chapter dot org I guess or dot is it dot org or if you can't get our website please call our office at 954-771-1010. All donations from $5 to $5,000 are mostly appreciated and will help save you, your children, and your grandchildren. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you all for the great work that you all do. I'll tell you, that was uh, truly wonderful, and I have to tell you something that I've learned over the past few years. You know, when you uh, are constantly running throughout the county, you meet a whole lot of wonderful people. And every time I go to Kings Point, I've learned a few things. One, it's a wonderful community with wonderful people. But I also learned that if only Kings Point could vote for president, Stacey Ritter would be hands down the president of the United States. You know, so. But thank you all so much again for coming. It, that is really wonderful. And thank you for your great service to actually basically to our country and for all that you all do. Thank you very much. Well, uh, for those of you in the audience, please turn off and silence your cell phones. If there is any member of the audience who wishes to address the county commission on, on an item on today's agenda, please come forward and fill out a speaker form located on the dais and furnish it to staff. Once an item is called, further speaker signups will not be allowed and you may not be permitted to speak. When, <clears throat> excuse me. When you are called upon, you will have three minutes to speak. Please keep your comments to the subject being discussed. We ask that you address the commission in a polite manner and that you refrain from making impertinent remarks or personal attacks. If you fail to do so, you will no longer be permitted to speak. Also, please be respectful of those who are speaking today. We do not allow any applause, cheering, or booing during the meeting. Any person disrupting the proceedings will be asked to leave the chamber. Uh, right now, I'm going to read the Tuesday night memo, which is uh, very short today. Um, I request the following withdrawals and scrivener error corrections and inclusion of additional information. Withdrawals, deferrals. Item number 16, withdrawn for further staff review. There are no scrivener's errors today. I request that items 26, 27, 29, and 32 be moved to consent. <clears throat> now I'm going to ask if there are any county commissioners that wish to pull any item from the consent agenda. Uh, we'll start with uh, Commissioner Furr. Commissioner Furr, would you like to pull anything? No. 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 And uh, we'll ask the Commissioner Lamarck when he comes back in. Uh, I don't have anything to pull. How about county administration? Uh, county attorney? County auditor? 
All right, it's working out well. Chip, do you have anything you want to pull? I want to leave 29 on regular. 29 on regular. Okay. So do I have a motion to uh, to adopt the consent agenda leaving 29 on regular? All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? All right. Let the record show that passes unanimously. So the first item, let me just uh, quickly pass down here and get to the bottom. 28. All right, so now. Item number 28 is the first item we're going to uh, bring on, and that is a motion to adopt a budget resolution transferring $103,000 within the general fund from the commission reserve for projected outside legal counsel, cost for the charter review commission through September 30, 2016. Uh, there are no uh, public speakers on the matter, so does the county commission so uh, wish to speak? So moved. Second. All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? Show the motion passes unanimously. Uh, item 29 was left on regular agenda, which uh, which is a motion by Commissioner Lamarca to appoint uh, Suzanne Cietieri to the Commission on the Status of Women. Uh, Commissioner Lamarca. Yeah, I want to leave this on for, for two quick reasons, Mayor. Uh, number one, the reason uh, Ms. Cetere resigned from the board was because uh, at one, I think maybe of the entire time she's been appointed, missed one meeting due to a work commitment. And during that meeting, the board voted to or the committee voted to change the time of the meetings to be a daytime meeting uh, when she and most likely other folks couldn't make the meeting, which I think was out of order. And ultimately they came back uh, and basically said, no, we're gonna leave the meetings in the evening. So that's why she's being reappointed. Uh, I also want to request, uh, as I understand from attendance issues, there is a quorum issue on the Commission on the Status of Women. I believe there are six appointments that are vacant uh, so if you have an appointment that's, that's available, uh, they specifically asked me to request that let's get these filled so they can make a quorum. But uh, with that, I uh, just wanted to explain the reason why she came off and went back on. Uh, and I uh, make a motion to approve it. All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? Show the item passes unanimously. Item number 30 is a motion to direct the county attorney's office to draft an agreement with the Friends of Birch State Park Incorporated in the amount of $25,000 for purposes of providing funds for Birch State Park Inc. Um, this is, uh, I believe, Commissioner Lamarck's item. Yes, Mayor, thank you. Uh, when we went through the exercise that we did prior to the break, by the way, Happy New Year, colleagues, uh, we decided through our conversation and debate and uh, at, at Commissioner Ryan's uh, recommendation that we would do a one year with this process uh, and uh, that being what it is I don't I don't necessarily support the idea of going back and and reallocating funds but being that we're doing it for the year um, what do they say I don't want to be left out uh, Birch Park is re uh, is, is embarking on about two to two uh, two to two and a half million dollars in upgrades uh, to bring the park back to its uh, once pristine state, a lot of grant dollars going in through find a uh, seawall project, uh, a water taxi stop. Uh, I believe the city of Fort Lauderdale is considering moving their fire station over to the water side so they could also operate a fireboat there. Uh, and there's a there's a feature there. If anybody grew up here, remember the old trestle trestle bridge and train. 
uh, as Cub Scouts and that type of thing, we, we'd go and enjoy the park. Uh, and a lot of that's gone. So the, uh, the Friends of Birch Park was created by some uh, concerned citizens, uh, Marty Heisinga, some other folks, Jim Ellis, and they're putting a lot of uh, resources into the park. Uh, as much as I realize it's a state park, the city of Fort Lauderdale has, uh, has stepped forward to assist them with, a big, with one of the most important environmental projects there, and that's to restore Long Lake. Uh, Long Lake is overridden with uh, uh, evasive and, and uh, non-indigenous weeds and, and plant life and that type of thing. I have asked uh, Mr. Hutka and uh, Mr. West uh, for their experience, and I'll probably be coming back uh, in the near future to request that we assist the park with our, we have a, a device or a, a piece of equipment called an aqua harvester, and it goes in the lake and, and pulls out the weeds and the things that shouldn't be there. And the city of Fort Lauderdale is going to be stepping up to remove all that debris and, and muck and uh, weeds and all that good stuff. So this, uh, this from my account is basically to assist them with the project to restore Long Lake. And uh, with that, I'd make a motion to approve it. All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? Show the item passes unanimously. Mayor, may yes. I have a point of, of, um, of, of process here? Sure. There are many, many more of these. Mm -hmm. I thought that as you had reiterated before and Commissioner Lamarca did that we had agreed to this mm -hmm. for the one year. Can mm -hmm. we just do one motion for, what are there, 11 or 12 of these we, items? We, I'll, I'll gladly do that. I'll tell you the reason I kept them on regular agenda is um, because it is still somewhat new and it is expending public dollars for certain things. So I didn't, before, I didn't want to move them to consent until I got the consensus of the county commission as to whether or not these should be in consent in the future. If that's what the county commission wants, then I'm, I'm happy to do that. But for this meeting, I kept it on there for that okay, purpose. So if the county commission wants them to be moved together as one, I'm will fine you with that. Ha let oh, us say that? Of course, absolutely. Or we can keep it on regular as one. We can put in consent. I mean, absolutely. Okay. I want one motion. Okay. I'll second that motion. Okay. <laughs> that sounds fine. Is there any discussion on it? If I would want to just make a brief comment on, because I have a few here. Sure. Uh, and, and they're for various community service organization, nonprofits that do a lot of work. I pulled some statistics uh, recently comparing District 9 to the rest of Broward County. And just to give you a couple of items, uh, medium household income in Broward County is $51,251. In District 9, it's 35397 Income per capita in Broward County is $28,205. In District 9, it's $17,541. That's why I believe it's so essential that these community organizations that oftentimes act as lifeline line for many of the people that live in District 9 be supported. And, and, and the reasoning for my uh, having this done is, is to highlight them. I know it's not a lot of money. It's 1500 bucks to, to many of these organizations. But it's just to highlight the work that they're doing and ensure that they understand that we care, that they're doing what they're doing and we support them. Thank you. So in that- Mayor, I'm gonna make a motion to move 31, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, and 39 for approval together. And would that include 43? And 43, sorry. Yes, thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, um, is there a discussion? Commissioner Lamarca. I, I'm 100% supportive of Commissioner Wexler's uh, motion, and I'm going to vote to support it. Uh, I, I want to point out the reason that 31 is on here is because as we talk through budget season and they always say, well, you know, if you get it done then, then 
you'll, <laughs> we'll work on it after. And a lot, there's a lot of uh, ambiguity, I guess, to organizations that work with the county with, or, or even our you know, fire, police, and law enforcement, that type of thing, as to that next step. My intent of item 31 is that we, I put whatever I had left into the operating fund for the three Broward County uh, Boys and Girls Clubs. None of them are in my district. I, I very well could have put this into the Moran unit uh, in Deerfield Beach, which is in my district, but it's more important to me that, that they have an operating fund at, their, at the, the Broward County Club uh, clubs that we, in years past, uh, agreed to fund. And I know that uh, we have a shortfall in the uh, telephone calling card the, uh, for the, from the uh, intention system. That's how it was funded. I'd like to just make, uh, make everyone aware that we should try to figure out how we're going to uh, keep these clubs operating. It is our responsibility. They're not the, the, the clubs that, that go out and do uh, big fundraisers. It's the, it's the Broward County Club. So with that, I move it. Any other discussion? But they've all been moved and they've seconded. All been seconded. We just have so to now vote. we just have an explanation to right. all the questions. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed? Aye. Show the item passes unanimously. <laughs> We have uh, one item left uh, for, uh, for voting purposes. There are two uh, motions. There's motion A and motion B. Both are different uh, nominees for the Housing Council. Uh, both Commissioner Wexler and Commissioner Holness have um, proposed appointments for each one. And so we'll take each item, each motion up separately, and we'll let both, right, right, both uh, Commissioner Wexler and Commissioner Holness um, explain. So with regard to the motion to appoint one of the following nominees uh, to the category of CEO for a, for a nonprofit homeless organization, uh, Commissioner Holness, uh, you can go first. Yes, thank you. Uh, when, when the item came up, there were no names attached to it, and, and we thought that the, the seats were opened. Uh, since I found that out, that, that there is folks sitting there, uh, and, and if they and they want to continue to serve him, uh, I will withdraw uh, my nomination uh, in favor of the one that's ones that Commissioner Wexler has. Great. Commissioner Wexler, do you want to move item A and B? I, I would, and both of them do an outstanding job of serving. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will Second move the approval motion. for A All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed? So the item passes unanimously. All right. Uh, with regard to the mayor's report, uh, my report really is just welcome back. Uh, I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season. Uh, I know I did, and I'm excited for all the great work that we're going to do at the County Commission this year. Uh, now we'll start um, with the County, uh, well, actually, County Administrator's report. Uh, I join you in saying Happy New Year and welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, County Auditor. Kevin, I hope uh, Mr. Lukic feels better. And uh, County Attorney. Happy New Year to you, too. And we'll start with Commissioner Bogan. I just want to let uh, my fellow commissioners know that uh, after we passed our living wage at the airport, I flew back into the airport and was told by some people that now the companies are cutting hours. Uh, so they raised their, ra their hourly, but now they're, uh, they're cutting hours of some of the employees. So I'll, I may bring something back if I find that to be true and uh, see what we might be able to do, if anything. And uh, otherwise, Happy New Year to everybody. And that's all I have. Uh, Commissioner Holness. Yes, I too would like to wish everyone a uh, happy new year, a prosperous year, uh, and that we all enjoy good health and that we have happiness and joy uh, for this new year. 
it uh, gives me pleasure to tell you that uh, this Friday I will be meeting with the new ambassador to Grenada, the Honorable Warren Newslid. As of 2014, Grenada ranks 79 of the top 100 trade partners for our custom district. Uh, so it is uh, for me to meet to see how we may expand opportunities for us to increase our trade and our business uh, with that country, and uh, we'll be meeting to further that. So again, Happy New Year to all. Commissioner Lamarca. Thank you, Mayor. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I want to I want to congratulate uh, Susan Friend, our Director of account the Accounting Division. She was appointed to a task force by the Governmental Accounting Standards Board. And uh, the task force will assist the GASB as it reexamines the blueprint of state and local governmental financing, financial reporting. I also want to congratulate uh, our East Governmental Center East softball team, who beat the pants off the West, where uh, Alfonso Jefferson was our, our uh, team captain here on the East. And Mr. Walton and his uh, pathetic Detroit Tigers was the captain out west. No, he's a Tigers fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. That's how it goes. Uh, I want to uh, I want to let everyone know uh, there'll be a memo going around. I am uh, going to be in uh, Austin, Texas, for next week's meeting with the Alliance. Uh, we're doing a uh, six pillars and community uh, tour of what's going on in uh, in Austin. You've all read all the economic development and uh, educational successes they've had there uh, with bringing companies there and try to replicate some of those similar similar programs here. I also want to thank Kathy Ann for being here and we all hope uh, Evan gets gets better. If, if, he's, if it means that he has to write long reports, we'll welcome him back. Uh, the, uh, while we were gone on December 20th uh, and then I tied the date together. Welcome back ladies. The uh, the twentieth of December, I was at a what, what is, I guess would be the shortest parade in the history of mankind. It's the Harbor Inlet Parade, and we go around in a golf cart and find out who has the nicest uh, Christmas decorations. And there's a 93 year old woman who literally decorates her own home, and uh, she was the, the grand champion this year. But more importantly, at about 7:30, I saw the allure of the seas over these homes, about 10 stories over these homes. You know how big the ship is. And that was the same day that we broke our own record at Port Everglades of 53,485 passengers. So kudos to our port and ma manipulating and uh, maneuvering all those, those ships. I put a, uh, a video on, uh, on Facebook of the eight ships going in and out and what our port pilots do every day to make that happen. It's, it's uh, really a, a, quite a feat. Uh, I want to uh, thank a, a district resident uh, for probably the most impressive support of entrepreneurialism and education in the state of Florida, and that is uh, Pat and uh, Jan, Jan Moran, uh, uh, wife of the late uh, Jim Moran. They made a $100 million uh, donation grant to Florida State University, uh, which is the largest inter interdisciplinary entrepreneurial school in the country. Uh, I also would like to highlight the port uh, we did a we had a Port Everglades action meeting after our last meeting, so before now. So I apologize for bringing it now, and it's been a few weeks. But the the change from 2012 to 2015 at the port, if you just look at, and I'll I'll uh, circulate this, if you just look at the breakdown of what the port was doing in 2012, it was more than 50% cruise revenue, and a little more about a quarter 
container and the rest petroleum. It is now almost uh, almost a third, a third, and a third. So as we continue to break records and cruise, that means we're expanding the pie. We're not just we're not making the other one smaller. So the cruise is still a little less than than half, and uh, petroleum and cargo has has uh, have both gone up. So that's very impressive. Uh, one last thing: if you all watched any of the local news uh, yesterday. Um, they didn't really care what color my socks or my shoes were like Brittany did, but we did have a nice press conference on the beach, and after 19 years, uh, and a lot of people from Eric Myers and uh, Steve, stand before him, anyway, that up through uh, our, our beach uh, director now, Nicole Sharp and Dr. Gerardo, uh have gotten us to this, uh, to this point where we could actually physically put sand on the beach with trucks and all that good stuff. Um, we were, we were working out some logistics and make sure all the neighboring areas are fine with it, but uh, we are literally in the middle of this project. Uh, there, is, uh, there is sand uh, going on the, each of these three points at uh, Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, Pompano Beach, and Fort Lauderdale, and we're going to be putting about three-quarters of a billion cubic yards of sand on, back on the beach. So I want to uh, thank everyone who was responsible for this. Uh, it was certainly a priority of mine, but by the same token, this is something that was going on a long time before me. So everyone who's been involved in this deserves a, a round of applause. And it's also First Responder Appreciation Week. So if you see anybody who uh, puts your life and your safety before theirs, please thank them. Well said. Commissioner Sharif. Thank you. Well, first of all, I wanted to say Happy New Year. And I rang in my new year at the most fabulous place, which is the BB&T Center with Billy Joel. Howard Stern, Jimmy Kimmel in our center. We had a, a wonderful time. Oh, yeah, and I ran into Commissioner Ritter in the parking lot as I was leaving. So um, it, that was a great concert. Uh, it really is a, is a great center. It's a great asset for Broward County. And um, second thing is, is that we welcomed in some, uh, did some ribbon cuttings in our district for some small businesses, one of which I want to mention is P&M Tax Services. Um, a husband and wife team opened up in Pembroke Pines. That was um, actually the day after Christmas. So we went there to cut the ribbon. And then one that's very special to me, um, which I participate in every single year, is the Jesus Family Ministries Angel Tree Celebration and Toy Giveaway. And this is a toy giveaway uh, specifically for, those, for children of the people who are incarcerated. And... Um, you have to be there to see the gratefulness and, and how humble they are to receive what they receive. And I just thought it was a great way to spend um, the day before Christmas. And so um, I wanted to mention that. And with that, Mayor, my report is done. Just again, welcome back and Happy New Year. I saw your Facebook photos and it was very moving. Oh, very good. Commissioner Ryan. Since our mayor has has run this meeting so quickly and uh, has us going going back to our regular day jobs in just a few minutes. I want to nominate uh, Mayor Marty Kerr to write Brittany Waldman's article this afternoon. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I can do it. You, know. <laughs> you don't have a lot of material. You're going to have to defer to Commissioner Lamarca. He certainly added a lot this morning. It'll, it'll start off with the nine people on the county commission are wonderful. All right. Oh, yeah. and, uh, Absolutely. I also want to... <laughs> I also want to uh, recognize Broward's only professional sports team that's on a winning streak and is at the top of the division in hockey. Go Panthers. Absolutely. Absolutely.
you out. Oh, Mr. Ritter, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, first of all, Commissioner Lamarck, I saw you on TV last night in a sweater, like it was cold, which I guess it was on the beach. Sixty-one. Well, it was okay. I get to wear this once a year. I didn't. I didn't get dressed yesterday for work. Um, thank you. So anyway, you look great in that little yellow vest and the hard hat and the sweater. I was like, yay, winter came finally to South Florida, and today it's gone. Um, I, uh, I had the pleasure of traveling through our airport, FLL, during the holidays, and as crowded as it was, I have to congratulate Kent George and the staff at, um, at our airport for an incredible job of hurting over a million people through the airport during the holiday season. I have to say, though, that after living under T the TSA for, oh gosh, a decade or more now, it still baffles me how each airport, how the TSA seems to have different rules from airport to airport. For example, I, um, I recall always being told by TSA agents that as, as the bags go through the x-ray machine, um, where security is, that you're not to touch anyone else's bag, you're just supposed to let them go down the roller, and most of us... I've never seen anybody who has violated that rule. As I was going through FLL this time, the bags kind of got jumbled up at the end of the x-ray machine on the roller, and the TSA yelled at us for not moving the bags down the roller, even though the bags didn't belong to us. So um, I don't know how they ever expect any of us to know what the rules are when they seem to keep changing them with every single airport. Uh, I also, yes, did attend the Billy Joel concert. I must say that this is the best New Year's Eve I've ever had because I have been a listener of Howard Stern's for 30 years. And the fact that I was in the same building as Howard Stern made New Year's Eve 2015 the absolute highlight of my existence on this planet. <laughs> Baba Booey to you, Bafa Flohai, Happy New Year, Happy 2016. Oh, one last thing. Um, I have spent the holidays my friend Timothy, who, who's a Broward County employee, he's probably listening now, put up a Facebook post this morning about the holidays. And it says, basically, for anyone trying to talk to me today, break was good, Christmas was good, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. And this last one, which is totally on point for me, but I will um, amend it because there's a bad word in it. I'm on episode four of Making a Murderer, so awesome. don't tell me crap about it. I don't want to hear. I want to be five. able to finish it without Googling what happened to Stephen Avery. I don't want to know what happened to Stephen Avery. Nobody tell me what happened to Stephen Avery until I get through the end of this documentary, which is riveting. I agree. Wait till you see episode five. I watched it last night. That's Seriously? all I'm going to say. Are you on five? That's all like, I said. I actually I'm on, I'm on just five. finished four yesterday. Yeah, five is like mind blowing. Oh my God. The whole thing is mind blowing, isn't it? It is. It's, it's crazy. Awesome. It is. It is. Zero. Oh, you got to watch it. It's the best. It is. I'd like to have for breakfast whatever Commissioner Ritter had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Wexler, and by the way, now that it's January, Commissioner Wexler, I think that we should start a Facebook page for you. I think it's important. We got to do it. I'm, I'm creating the, the lowest Wexler Facebook page. You know, you, you know that I believe. I believe um, Mr. Ryan doesn't have one either. Oh, that's right. No, don't exactly. focus. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get we'll get him a Twitter account. You know what I mean? So. Uh, well, thank you, but no, thank you. <laughs> That's okay. I've survived all these years in office without any of that stuff. Um, appreciate it. Um, 
I wish I'd like what she had for breakfast too, because I tell you, and I don't. I'm on episode zero also, so I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Awesome. But I did want to. I did want to bring up. Um, first of all, Rob, thank you very much for this extremely informative um, winter recess recap. It, it it really was 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 well done. Um, there is there is a, a correspondence that I had received, and I don't know if all of my colleagues received it or not, from um, the public defender, and hit and the assistant um, public defender that heads up the mental health um, area of the public defender's office. That would be Mr. Finkelstein and Mr. McNamee, and. I shared it yesterday with, with um, our Gretchen, and so I really focused when I read this recap on the section that spoke about the human services, and we're calling it now adult civil citation, which is really the marijuana ordinance. And the, one of the things that we did that, and I know the implementation of it is going to be um, multifaceted and probably um, phased with the first phase of the lowest hanging fruit, the easiest to implement mid and then latter because there, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard, especially with the education piece and the tracking piece and working with all of the moving parts of the clerk of the court and the state attorney and the public defender, et cetera, et cetera, and all those law enforcement agencies. But the part that I guess I'm most stunned by I'm talking to you, Marty, mm -hmm. Mayor, because Marty, this was an item Marty. that you brought forward. Yeah. The cities. We made a big deal here about not opting the cities out, but having the cities be in here. Mm -hmm. Now I see that we are sending letters or have sent letters to every municipality asking for them to vote to reaffirm that they are definitely a part of this. Is this a legal thing? Because we asked you that question long months ago. No, it's it's not a legal issue. It, I think it yeah. is to get information together for data. This actually confused me as well. I, I brought it up actually yesterday to in my um, uh, my briefing, and because I was under the same impression you were, and I wasn't exactly sure why that was the case. So, um, uh, uh, Ms. Henry, could you please um, uh, explain what you told me yesterday? I hope that they can. Yeah. Let, let me finish the question. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. About that. It's, no, yeah. it's on point. Yeah. It seems that the letters have gone out to the municipalities. We've received one back confirming that they're a part of it. Yeah. Um, three are not. And all the rest we have not heard from. Now, I know that I had read that Wilton Manors was moving forward and doing their own program, and I suspect it has something to do with them directly collecting funds for violators. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, that was never our intent. Our intent was uniformity, even-handedly administered throughout this community. And so now that I'm reading this, I am... Uh, beginning to, and then followed up with the letter from the public defender's office yesterday, I'm a bit concerned about um, going down this path. So if you could help me um, understand why we are reaching out to the municipalities, we are, and not letting them reach out to us. Uh, and again, I, and I guess this is one of those, the chicken before the egg, but what was beginning to transpire 
was that some of the cities had indicated that they were not going to participate. But we got, I mean, it was a, somewhat of a verbal. Um, we were starting to build an infrastructure for all 31 municipalities. Um, some of the questions that we were getting really centered around if there are, if someone chooses to pay the fine, what happens to the fine? Uh, we talked about it's to help with the programming that we would be putting in place. And so I think some of that may have given them the idea that maybe they want to take another look at it. Um, internally, we talked about still moving forward with just planning for all 31. And if um, those municipalities that opted, that chose not to participate, decide to come back in that they could do that at that point. But we um, initially just, it was just one of those, how many, what's the universe of what we were planning for um, and having to obviously make sure that each municipal jurisdiction, police or, or police department in this case, um, that they know where to call. They had one central number. So we, it was just, we just got caught up in trying to get the administrative structure in place yeah, um, and Henry, raise some concerns. The universe is that we, this ordinance is an umbrella over all cities unless a city opts out to Correct. write a letter to a city asking them to pass a resolution to opt in is completely... A letter was sent to municipalities to determine the extent of municipal participation. So are we asking them to actually do something like that? I, again, I didn't recall that we asked them to pass a resolution, um, but we, we want, after hearing from a couple that they were not going to participate, we wanted to know who was going to participate and who was not. This is a copy that um, Gretchen forwarded to me to, that she had sent to Judge Zeller yesterday, who mm -hmm. also asked for an update. Um, requested municipalities transmit formal decision regarding participation, opt in or opt out. So if that's what we're going to be doing, then that seems to me that I'm asking each city to formally transmit whether you're in or out. We decided you're in unless you opt out. And we had a very robust discussion about that up here. So I really hope that y'all let us know um, what you, how, I mean, I, I, is anyone else concerned about this? I am. I, I can uh, say, and then if, if it's okay, then I, I wholeheartedly agree with Commissioner Wexler. When I saw the letter, too, it had perplexed me. And I was thinking about it yesterday after we spoke mm -hmm. because we did have a very robust conversation uh, about this. And I believe the three cities that aren't participating, the reason they're not participating is because they decided to adopt their own ordinances, which takes precedence over our ordinance, which is, which is fine. But uh, this ordinance, though, should still apply to every other city. And I think what the policy decision of the county commission was that how, is, was how we were going to go forward. And to let the folks know here, I received, I remember it was an email, it, uh, some type of correspondence from the sheriff's office uh, over the break. And they were wondering about this, and they were asking, when's it going to get implemented? Uh, you know, because I think that they would like to start enforcing it. And uh, that's when I had sent, I had forwarded that to, to Ms. Henry, and that's, uh, and it seemed to be after that is when that letter went out. Um, so, but what I was hoping, and I would love to get this rolling, I, I hope that what I would like county staff to do personally, this is my opinion, is to follow the direction, uh, the policy decision of the county commission, um, and 
get the infrastructure in place for uh, all of the cities unless they formally opt out or if they have adopted their own ordinance and, uh, and, and get this rolling as soon as possible. Uh, Commissioner Ryan. Commissioner Wexler, when you mentioned the robust discussion, um, in fact, uh, I was, uh, I filed the amendment or, or, or proposed the amendment that it be uh, an opt-in, and I was concerned about this type of a situation. Uh, so my question is to the, to the county attorney, uh, is there a preemption issue here if, if the county has a civil citation ordinance uh, in effect can the cities, obviously they can, they can opt out, but can they opt in and then uh, draft their own form and, and operate it independently of the, of the county's ordinance? Yes, they can. All right. So uh, we've already had some discussions with, um, with the sheriff and with staff with respect to drawing up the actual form for the civil citation, which is the notice to appear. Uh, we have to also, I believe, come into some type of a interlocal agreement with the, the clerk with respect to uh, handling the, the fines. And uh, we have to set up the program for those persons who choose to do either the um, um, community service or those who are going to go into the evaluation and treatment component on the civil citation. So we have a ways to go, and I, I know that the sheriff has, has reached out and uh, Asked when will this be available because he's he's prepared to issue those citations and I and I think perhaps Miss Henry you can give us an update but I I think we're pretty close to being able to actually uh, begin this at least in the unincorporated area and in the cities that uh, contract with BSO for law enforcement services. Yes, what we what we uh, what the staff talked uh, to me about is. Um, at least initially using some of the infrastructure that we have for juvenile. Clearly you can't mix the two, but as a as sort of a transition, that, that what is, um, again, the, the complication, and I don't, I, I think staff was just trying to make sure that they size it properly. Um, they, I, I think we all understood that we wanted everybody to participate. Um, it was just a couple saying, eh, we're not going to participate without, actually before the letter was actually drafted, and it was a reaction to that. So uh, we do apologize, and we are moving forward with designing it so that should they opt out but decide to opt in, it would be available to do that. Commissioner Holmes. A question for our attorney. Will a mere resolution saying that they don't want to be in sufficient, or will they have will the city have to enact uh, an ordinance that uh, would then take precedence over ours? Certainly, adopting the ordinance would would accomplish that. I don't have the exact terms of the ordinance. My recollection that is that our ordinance would allow the city simply to take an action, not to opt in. And, and remember, if you will, that there's an effective way not to participate simply if, a pol if police officers decline to issue the citations. So it, it doesn't technically even take formal action. Commissioner, Commissioner Furr. Thanks. Um, I, I'm just hoping that we can get this rolling as quick as possible. Our office has had to deal with a number of people who have who were not given the option of getting a citation. And I had to go through the rest, have had to go to court, 
and and trying to explain they've you know to them yes the law has changed but no it's not happening yet mm -hmm. is not an easy one to do absolutely. so the quicker the better on that absolutely and if it's uh if nobody here objects i mean i i don't know if this is possible but i would love to have you know a written timeline from administration on this matter as to when administration believes it can be implemented and uh so we we have an idea uh, you know of it Yes, we'll provide you with the interim and then just give you a sense of the other activities that are moving along in play. Great. Thank you very much. Commissioner Wexler, are you, are you done with your comments? You're, oh, thank you. Uh, Commissioner Ferg. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, and Happy New Year. Uh, my, uh, it was fun. I had a lot of family down for the, uh, for the break. But my nephew and uh, his friends came down, and they, uh, they, for their New Year's, they took uh, Uber back from... <laughs> From South Miami to Hollywood for five hundred and fifty dollars. Good. Five hundred and fifty dollars. So I got an earful of that one anyway. Happy New Year, everybody. Well, uh, with that said, I am very thrilled to say that it is not even 11 o'clock and we are done with our county commission meeting. So we'll see everybody next Tuesday. Uh, real quick. Oh, of course. Because I, I left something out. I, uh, everyone uh, recalls uh, my wonderful commission director, uh, Kate uh, uh, Westner, but I want to let you know that she has taken a position with a pace company out of Miami and be traveling the state of Florida. And I have, uh, I've had the pleasure for the last uh, five or six months of having an, an intern through the county administration. Uh, and she was so good that we brought her on, Mabel Hurtado, who is right here in the second row being, being very observant. If you see her, say hello. Uh, she is in her uh, master's at FAU of a public administration uh, master's program and just about done. So it'll be official. Everyone in my office will be smarter than me. <laughs> well said, and uh, we are adjourned. Thanks, everybody.